Welcome back. We are at episode 46 of Spinal Tap Minute, the podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and none more black eyes the movie This Is Spinal Tap, one magnificent minute at a time. I am still Heidi Bennett of HeidiBennett.com. And I am Sean German of 5MinutesOfMime.com. And returning with us once again is our special guest from the Who Charted podcast on the Earwolf Network. And a musician with Honus Honus is Brett Morris. I'm back. Hey, guys. Hey, Hey. great to have you back. Thanks for coming back. Happy to be here. Yeah, this is, uh, you're a brave man. You are back (laughs) for for quite a minute, uh, which is minute 46 of the movie This Is Spinal Tap. Minute 46 begins with Nigel in his heavy-duty guitar solo, uh, schooling us with a little bit of uh, classical flavor. We end with Artie Fufkin noticing the camera. Uh, In between, we get the conclusion of Heavy Duty, and we meet the promo man from Polymer, Artie Fufkin. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, yeah, I want to start. You you mentioned it on our previous minute, Brett. The, oh um, yeah, the, the minuet. This little bit is from the string quintet in E major by um, Baccarini. Baccarini. I'm not sure how to pronounce yes. that name. Luigi Baccarini, right? Luigi Baccarini, yeah. and this is actually the third mo- movement uh, that's in A major, even though it's the quintet in E major. <laughs> but yeah, so. Uh, so Nigel's flexing his uh, his musical muscles for a little a little bit. He's he's showing off, I think, to say, uh, yeah, I can get down, I can I can get classical, while he's uh, doing his heavy duty. Right. Jimmy Page used to do this with uh, his extended guitar solo. He would go off into uh, I think it was Green Sleeves, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so this is has a long basis in in uh, rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And uh, Richie Blackmore, a guitarist like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I love his face. <laughs> like, he's making so many great <laughs> <Right>. facials. <laughs> and the, the way he's playing it, too, is so flat. It's like he's not actually really putting a lot of flair on it or anything. He's pretty much right. just struggling mm-hmm. to keep on the basic melody, which just kills me. Well, he's putting more effort into the faces than than right. the playing. Yeah, it's, a, it's <laughs> right. a pretty straightforward line that he's playing. Yeah, <laughs> right. but the faces are contorted. Yeah, yeah, and I think I noticed a couple of other more visual stuff, which is that it looks like Derek's got a off the shoulder number that's quite seductive, and then it looks like <laughs> oh, yeah, it looks yeah. like Jim. It looks like uh, Jim Henson is like hanging out backstage right here in the first, like, let's see, second two. If oh, you're yeah. looking past, it looks like Anonymous Jim, Jim Henson <laughs> sitting back there observing. <laughs> That's like the um, Wizard of Oz, like mystery, mysterious person hanging in the woods or whatever. Right. That's probably <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty ominous. Yeah, and it's interesting, too, I thought, because, like, the Jim Henson-looking guy back there is wearing white, and then we've got the guys, the orderlies, wearing white. I don't know, there's a lot of contrasting colors in this minute. We're always kind of keeping an eye on their different stage costumes, and this Mm -hmm. is very contrasty. Is that a chandelier over the drummer? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That is grand. 
<laughs> that looks like a drummer death waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we we get I think the previous minute, uh, which was almost entirely just this performance, was I guess mostly we got Viv and and David a little bit of Nigel. So here we get our first look at at really the rest of the band and we can kind of, there's a, yeah, there's a faraway shot. We see the whole setup and yeah, a crystal chandelier hanging over a man who's just playing drums. Like he's got no worries in the world, (laughs) but is, uh, yeah, is, is is definitely tempting fate there. (laughs) Well, it looks like, like just what's going on with this set. There's like, it looks like there's like a skyline behind windows in yeah, the background. It's unusual. Like I don't know if this is if this is there for Spinal Tap. Maybe there was some other show going on mm. like the night before and and they left their set behind. This isn't like the the usual. We don't see like the big demon head that we usually get. Yeah, yeah that's true. It kind of reminds me of like I've gone to Sacramento Punchline a bunch <laughs> and uh <laughs> seen like uh, they have like a as often these comedy clubs do like sort of a stupid mural on the background. I think that's like a Capitol, you know, the yeah. Capitol building painted back there or something. Almost like, like a late night set, you yeah, know, where they have yeah. the fake New York in the background. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 Good call. Maybe the Chrysler building or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although they're in, aren't they in Milwaukee? Supposedly. Supposedly. But yeah. Oh, is this know. one of the gigs that uh, Janine booked, or is this the? Not no, this yet. We oh, haven't gotten to the. Oh, Janine we haven't gotten. She's just just joined them on the tour at this point. Right, right, right. Yeah, so it's kind of a trippy stage. Anything else about this performance before we we mention that there's a crotch cameras for? Oh yeah, for, <laughs> you can you see get a cameraman. Yeah, you see yeah. the guy kneeling down, and there's one in front of um, Nige, and then there's one in front of um, Derek too, Derek, yeah. kind of in the shadows. <laughs> David's flying solo for this moment. Yeah, and we then, did get we we got plenty of his his crotch got covered last minute. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in yeah. case you were just worried, yeah. There's yeah. there all the crotches are getting equal time. <laughs> what is this? Here's like a guitar type question for right yeah. at the end where Nigel's like he's kind of fiddling with the stuff. Oh God, yeah, I love that. <laughs> That's another example to me of just them so getting it. Like, there's no way. Um, there's, you couldn't do that scene unless you really knew guitar or the, the culture or the been to a lot of those shows, that idea of just adjusting every little knob while you can't necessarily even hear the difference, <laughs> you know, right, right. <laughs> but I mean, but that is a real thing you have to always be mindful of when you're playing, <clears throat> um, especially Les Paul's like that, or, you know, the tone switches and everything, but he's not really. He's doing that thing where he's sort of pretending to adjust all of them. Right. And then he, uh, <laughs> more like, yeah. And yeah. then uh, yeah. he sort of then he ends up just dusting a little bit off of the one part. <laughs> just... Yeah. It kind of is like if that guitar is his lady, I would not want to be his lady. <laughs> like he's <Right>. not <laughs> treating those knobs in a very respectful way <laughs> kind of, kind of, uh, yeah. it's just the kind of nuance you would expect 
that I would expect that y- they wouldn't get in the first go round of a movie like this, you know, or the first sort of big parody of this of rock bands like that. It's like they got every tiny nuance if you really watch it closely. Yeah. There's really there's not that much new territory you can do with it. <laughs> they pretty much covered it. Yeah, I think that's what's been great about watching this one minute at a time and then bringing in people everywhere from people who've done some acting to people who are done improv to mm-hmm. other musicians is that everybody, you know, we've gotten some <clears throat> directors and stuff. Everybody's gets to comment on the authentic feel of it. And it's so it's really fun to just pick a minute or two and really get into it. So then right after that, we cut to the... Um... The company, the, the whiz, the welcome. Yeah. And, and yes. brilliant. Yeah, we, we get the billing on the Holiday Inn where they welcome <laughs> the National Company of the Wiz <laughs> and Spinal Tap. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and that seems like, you know, Marty is, you know, shooting this footage. Is he thinking, like, oh, I'm shooting their downfall, or is it just. This is just for the record. Let's show this marquee. <laughs> right. You wonder. <laughs> and so, yeah, what I uh, noticed, too, was this. There's a billboard kind of slightly in view behind it. Mm-hmm. And oh, this, yeah. it oh. looks, I mean, it blends color wise and almost like style wise with it. But it's a, uh, yeah, did you figure it out? It's a Grand Marnier. Right. Billboard. And then we cut to. Grand Marnier. The hotel and there's Grand Marnier on the. Oh wow! I did not. (laughs) (laughs) Right there. Connection on the nightstand. On the nightstand. Grand Marnier. And yeah, so this is. I mean, this little moment here is packed with a lot. We've got. It looks like maybe the drummer. You know, let in. Sure. Yeah, the drummer lets him (laughs) in. Mick lets him in, and Mick looks like he's drinking vodka, maybe. Something, and yeah. Is that an then, absolute bottle? Would be my guess. Well, and then he, so he's yeah. he's out the door. It is a bottle. It's clearly a it bottle. is a bottle. Oh, yes, yeah. we can all agree on a, a bottle, <laughs> a glass. With yeah, not just a cup, there. not just a uh, yeah. glass, but a large bottle of something. Yeah, yeah. So we see we we don't see like we don't see Artie come in. But we see he's 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 entering and Mick is behind him. He's closing the door. So yeah, it looks like Mick let him in. And then Mick goes into the bathroom. And like uh, then he disappears for the rest of the scene. <laughs> Mick does just, he? I didn't notice that. Kind of stumbles off. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Kind of just stumbles and I wonder if he's going to take a bath. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, and then I love this. Like, if you're doing a drinking game for this minute, how you could <laughs> oh. like sip for every time Artie Fufkin says, Artie Fufkin, follow oh. your records. <laughs> yeah, so- he is such a weasel, Artie Fufkin. Yeah. Paul well, Schaefer always struck me as sort of a weasel. I never really, li- I always, for some reason, had like an irrational. Like dislike for Paul Schaefer <laughs> on Letterman. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just like I just chose to. He just like rubbed me the wrong way. Okay, but then like, yeah. but then seeing him in this, he's perfect for it, and it yeah. sort of changed my whole view of him. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, you funny because have a sense of humor to play this this role. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What were you gonna and, say, Sean? Well, just uh, my wife cannot stand 
Paul Schaefer. Oh, really? Okay, so, yeah. And even, yeah, so you're not alone. And even after watching this movie, she still doesn't like Paul Schaefer. Yeah. I'm a fan. I think he's he's great. I think he's underrated. Um, I I you know I I celebrate all his work and one of and the, <laughs> he's if 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 you don't know for for the folks out in our audience if you're not familiar with Paul Schaefer he's maybe a little bit um, old timey you know probably, there's probably a lot of our audience that's not familiar with him or maybe just know him from. Uh, you know, playing with Letterman, I would say go to Wikipedia um, and and just and just go through it and all the people that he's played with, all the things that he's done. Um, but for for me, the quintessential Paul Schaefer story is while he was working with Letterman, uh, I think that this would have been still on NBC in the early '90s. They had a Tribe Called Quest on as the musical guest on the show, mm-hmm. and. You think like this can go a lot of ways. They're they're a hip hop or rap group. They travel with a DJ for their samples. They could just, um, you know, things are digital at this point. They could just hit play on a computer and and play the sample. Or the you know these late night network shows have a studio band. They can just have the band play. But uh, on a particular song called "Check the Rhyme," uh, Tribe sampled the average white band. Which actually, when when David was in the studio, he mentioned kind of going around with with their horn players. So uh, Tribe Called Quest had sampled a horn lick from the average white band. And Paul Schaefer gets those guys. Not just they're not just live horn players. He gets the guys from the average white band. The guys who had played the sample are in this, you know, are there on the show live to play the lick for a tribe called Quest. And I just think that's, you know, that's to me that that, you know, that doesn't happen on another show. That doesn't happen with another band leader. That's Paul Schaefer melding the the old with the new, bringing things together. You know that's what Paul Schaefer is to me, and and um, wow. I think he's great. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard such a passionate. <laughs> you know. I always saw him. That is cool. I'll admit yeah. that's cool. Yeah. But I always saw him, um, you know, playing along with the bands, which always bothered me. It's yeah. like they would have, uh, you know, whoever like Allison Chains playing or yeah. something, someone a band with no need for Paul Shear to be like doodling around on the on the piano but mm-hmm. there he would be you know has to play along that's how i always saw him gotcha <laughs> yeah yeah i totally get that i always thought he was just kind of a i mean i liked him kind of as like oh here's that cheesy guy you know but not loved yeah. him but yeah so i guess i'm kind of the lukewarm water in this conversation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um you know this in this hotel room this i think in the deleted scenes, have you guys ever talked about the deleted scenes? Yeah. Just a little bit, yeah. Oh, God. I'm the biggest fan of the... I think I like the deleted scenes even more than the movie. I'm oh, a wow. huge fan of the... There's like over an hour of them in the DVD. Mm-hmm. Um, they're unbelievable. They're worth... You, you know, you can just start at the first one and it just keeps playing them. And it's like a second parallel spinal tap. It's like a full movie in itself. And it goes through all the... Story, you know, but just it fills in these other things that happen. Yeah. It's so funny. But there's one scene in this hotel room. It must be from the same time in the story where um, 
Derek Smalls is getting his butt waxed from oh his God. from his girlfriend <laughs> on the bed. It's, she's like she's caking on this like shaving cream stuff, and it's too cold for him. He's like, it's so cold. It's just so cold. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's it's so funny. Oh I find God. myself now confused. I always think back to my favorite Spinal Tap scenes. And like half of them turn out to be in those deleted scenes. Oh wow! So, yeah. I'm gonna have to take a second look. I mean, we I bought the Blu-ray when we first started this, but I kind of yeah. just stayed on the the classic minutes. So well, I highly That's encourage it. you and you know any listeners to go back to those deleted scenes. I, I watch them uh, as much as the the actual movie sometimes. Cool. That's great. Oh my god, that's so <laughs> there's great scenes with uh their groupies and there's in the hot tubs and there's so many good scenes in there. Well, this scene in particular, I I mean I've always seen them all cuddled up on the bed, but I never noticed that Derek is like got his hand fully on, <laughs> yeah. on Cindy's boob. Like, fully on it. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just sitting there all relaxed. Oh, hi. Oh, my gosh. I just paused it. I think I'm going to take a little screen grab of that. Yeah, I um, hadn't noticed that either. Uh, Artie Fufkin uh, just demands all my attention. But uh, yeah, yeah, he's pretty spectacular funny. with that comb over and kind of like, yeah, like it, his hair down his neck and he's got his little man bag. I mean, he's got quite a look going there. It's yeah, great. So, too so, to see. Uh, I like seeing them sort of at their cockiest and their most, you know, they feel like they're being very, they're su- very successful at this point and right, way, right. Above, way above him, you know, and a lot of the scenes they're kind of like on their way out or being made to feel small. You when know? he's yeah, yeah, and he's playing right into that. He's like, oh, <laughs> right. I love you. I love you. Know, I, you know, I'm yeah, big perfect. fan from way back or whatever he says. Um, he's been but following it, one along. thing I noticed for all his like uh, brown nosing and sucking up. This is we've seen the shirt he's wearing. He's wearing a Spinal Tap shirt. So one, he's that guy who's like going to meet a band wearing their shirt shirt but <laughs> yeah. this is you know this is from the current tour we've seen this is i think this is the same shirt that this is the yellow shirt that like the security guys are wearing that the roadies right. are wearing we've seen some people in the audience this is like if he wanted to say like oh i go way back why doesn't he have a, you know a flower listen to the flower people shirt or something like he uh, should have yeah. an older shirt if he's an old fan yeah, he looks yeah. like he just stopped by the Sam Goody on the way to the hotel like <laughs> you know or I guess he works for the record company so they probably have boxes of these things in the office I, I'm surprised there aren't we can't see the lines where the shirt was folded this is like a brand new shirt this is not an an old fan shirt interesting I I'm just you know Artie's a bit of a faker in my eye I oh. think he's a, I think I don't. I, I wonder I, how far back he really goes with this. Uh, interesting. So I think I think some bands would appreciate that you have their newest thing, you know, because cer- certain bands have you know oh. have a lot of people who just always demand their old stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe oh, okay. maybe if you show up with their newest shirt, it kind of shows that you're still supporting them. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's I All like right. that take. Oh well. Then, like, well. Yeah. Duh. That makes sense. Also, because this is only thinking about it, he's he's saying he's an old fan, but he's with Polymer Records. This is only their second record with Polymer. Oh. So yeah, he's oh. not going to wear a shirt from a record or a tour they did with another company. Yeah. All right. So all right. 
I'm B- bottom line is I want the shirt. I do. <laughs> the bottom line. Is, yeah. <laughs> it's a great shirt. That apparently only comes in yellow. We've only seen this this shirt in yellow. Yeah. I'm totally with, okay with that. Final tap. And it, it's it, got, you know, it's got that that demon head. And it's tucked in on it, which is yeah, really yeah. It's, it's yes. I'm surprised he's not wearing a belt, but yeah, it's it's tucked in, and he's got his little um, yeah, man purse, and this this shiny, like uh, I don't know what's going on with the jacket. Everything's it's, shiny. His head is shiny. <laughs> oh yeah, his face is so shiny. His in this face movie. is so shiny. <laughs> yeah, and his jacket almost looks like a satin yeah. jacket, but uh, yeah. Interesting. I don't think I've ever seen a comb over mullet quite like that. Because yeah, uh, like, yeah, I think I think Brad, it was you who noticed like the hair in the back is a little bit long, but then in the front is <laughs> yeah, balding yeah. over mullet, yeah, clinging on to life in the front. <laughs> yeah, um, I've seen the uh, I've seen the skullet before, but the comb over <laughs> the comb over, yeah. yeah, the comb over mullet is like n- not coming back anytime soon. I don't think. No, yeah. So I I am loving Derek's boots, those snakeskin boots. Oh yes, that's a nice. Yeah, look. and it looks like kind of maroon cor- corduroy pants, maybe. Yeah, with the with the Harley Davidson three quarter sleeve. Cindy yeah. has like her belt has like a buckle that's hands grasping hands or something. It's kind of a different. <laughs> yeah, it almost looks cool. like the um. The pin that the hand of the king wears in Game of Thrones oh, on HBO, yeah, yeah it's like yeah. a little, it's a little hand. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll mention again. So you, you, we talk about Cindy. Um, I think I mentioned this before, so I'll be quick. So Cindy is, um, is a runaway. Yeah, she Cindy was from is, the Runaways. Is, is Vicky no Blue, way. who was yeah. in the Runaways from seventy-seven to seventy-eight, and mm-hmm. then went on to. Uh, be a producer, a director, and has done a couple uh, musical documentaries of her own. So we'll, we'll put wow. those up. Um, yeah, she, so she joined. So there was a movie, The Runaways, uh, a few years ago, or uh, maybe right. more than a few at this point. Um, but she's not in it. I think it covers a period of time that was before Vicky joined the band. And then our other uh, friend that's joining the band in bed is uh is belinda is uh is joyce joyce heiser who i think most of us probably know best from just one of the guys and she was also in valley girl and staying alive and, and a couple other things but uh so yeah that's 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 cindy I, and belinda i think staying or valley girls the only one of those movies i would know I don't think I knew that. I mean, I know of those other movies, obviously, but I don't think yeah. I ever saw them. So yeah, and she, I mean, she has worked since then, and she's done a bunch of other stuff. But uh, I guess I'm showing my age in terms of what I would recognize her from. <laughs> <laughs> all stuff from the early '80s. Yeah. So I'm an old man. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, just the poster over the bed looks like it might be the Brooklyn Bridge. Which just seemed interesting because they're supposed to be where now? They're supposed to be this... in Chicago. Okay. Right. Holiday in Chicago. Okay. I love how um, Nigel takes Belinda's hand and shakes shakes his hand for her. <laughs> oh yeah. You notice that? <laughs> oh, it's just such a great little t- tiny nuance. I think I only discovered when I saw that when I focused on this minute. 
Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Good. And then you wonder if that was just. I wonder where did that in the in the moment, or you know, they kind of planned it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then <laughs> when right at the end, when um, when Artie looks at the camera, he's like, "Oh," and says, "Oh, what's going on here?" <laughs> my husband, my husband Brian yeah. said, "Oh, it's a podcast." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like looking right at us while like we're podcasting you, about yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, at the very end of this minute. It the minute ends with just yeah, Artie Fufkin just he's staring into my soul. <laughs> <laughs> and did he like is the elevator out in this uh in, in the hotel? He's yeah, he's very shiny. Yes. Maybe the band has yeah. the heat turned up or something. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he, he ran up the stairs. That's what I'm yeah. wondering. Yeah. Maybe just very ner- you know, nervous excitement to <laughs> see the guys. He needs to powder his nose. Pop <laughs> sweat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in the again in the deleted scenes, you see a lot of there's a lot of scenes where um, Derek and Nigel are sort of scouting around for ladies, mm-hmm. like going into the hotel lobby and looking at the lobby bar, and they're kind of plotting mm-hmm. and planning. It's really some really funny stuff. I think even these two specifically, you see cool. the meeting could be wrong. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like what they what they did, and and it. I think it's a good description the way you said it. it's it's almost like a whole nother movie you could watch yeah. the, the deleted scenes there are um I haven't seen them all but I've seen a lot of them and they're funny they're they're all good stuff it's just as good as as what's in there yeah uh one thing if I was to generalize or say there was kind of a theme that a lot of the sex and drugs got cut out so there's a lot more yeah. scenes in hotel rooms there's a lot more scenes with uh, with the band meeting up with ladies on the on the road and stuff, there's yeah. um, there's more scenes with uh, the Mendocino rocket fuel and and that kind of stuff. So uh, I think <laughs> you know it's 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 you know part of the life of a touring rock and roll band, and it's entertaining to see. But in terms of the story that the the movie's trying to tell, right. concentrating on the band and the rock and roll part. I think they made the right decision cutting out the the sex and drugs. Yeah, Stefan, and you also see more, um, you see them rehearsing some things. You see them rehearsing uh, America, which is a mm-hmm. really, really funny scene where um, David, uh, by mistake, sings uh, a grapefruit nation. Begins to rise, and then they stop him and say, grapefruit, Why, you know, like, I don't think it's grapefruit, it's grapefruit. Um, and uh, you see them play, actually jam a little bit on All the Way Home, the first nice. song they wrote. Yeah, it, it, I mean, you're you're completely right. In terms of just moving the story along, you can see why they did. I mean, they had hours and hours. I think they had dozens of hours of, of material. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, um, at this point, I, I really could just listen to those guys in a room just talk about anything. And it's mm-hmm. so funny to me. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of like... For Beatles fans, like getting all those little behind the scenes, like outtakes and stuff like that, you just sort of every single one is interesting to me. Yeah, I get it totally. Just soak it in. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, go ahead, Sean. <laughs> We're both <laughs> ready to talk. Yeah. So oh, I was just going to say. So speaking of of documentaries and so forth, one of the things we do, Brett, is we ask our guests if they have 
other documentaries or rockumentaries that they uh, that they would recommend. And wondering so if you have anything else. Obviously, we know we know you love this is Spinal Tap. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would say one that that a lot of people would probably be interested in is uh, Pink Floyd Live at Pompeii. Mm. Um, it's, it sounds like it's just a live show, but it's not, it mixes a lot of documentary footage actually of the making of dark side of the moon. Oh, cool. Which they were kind of in the beginning stages of at that time. And there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, mo- of moments that I would say will remind you of spinal tap. So like, I always think, uh, Nick Mason, the drummer for pink Floyd mm-hmm. must have been the basis for Derek Smalls, like the way he just looks. Mm. <laughs> He looks exactly yeah. like Derek Smalls in, oh, the, cool. in the early 70s. It's kind of crazy. And then um, a lot of their interviews and stuff, too. You know, you just once you've seen Spinal Tap, it's hard not to just laugh at it. And, they, <laughs> and, they, and I love Pink Floyd. Don't get me wrong. But it's like that whole thing of um, musicians sort of taking on these subjects and the subject matter that's way above their heads. <laughs> <You know>? Right. <laughs> and like speaking in these sort of riddles with the, with the interviewers and everything. It's just great. And it's also just a phenomenal look into that period of Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. There's also, um, I love any kind of making of documentary for bands, mm-hmm. even bands that you might not even love. It's just always interesting to me to see them in the studio and see them working. There's a great one. There, there's a Aerosmith one, The Making of Pump. Oh, okay. Which is like really funny. You can watch, even if you don't like them, <laughs> a lot of people don't. I just still recommend it because it's just funny. It's like an unironic spinal tap in a lot of ways. Awesome. Yeah. And you get to see the band like tensions rising and the way they all, just the absurdity of them uh, in, in every scene is great. Cool. That just reminded me, I remember seeing like one of those Oprah's where she goes, where Oprah goes and visits somebody at their home and she visited Steven Tyler and it was really, oh, right. I don't remember anything specific except for it just was very entertaining. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. I guess those two come to mind. Yeah, no, uh, those are yeah, great those are good ones. There's awesome. a, actually, there's a Megadeth one called Evolver. Hmm. Um, yeah. Making of Euthanasia for any the one or two Megadeth fans out there uh, <laughs> back when they were cool to me at least. Uh, but that's a great, um, that just on its own, it's a great documentary of just the making of an album. And and again, you see those dynamics and everything play out. Cool. That's great. Those are three ones that haven't been mentioned before either. So oh. that's good. I'm, I'm yeah. Thanks for sharing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, anything else about this minute or any other Spinal Tap moments or anything anybody mm. wants to talk about before we wrap up our episode? Oh, I was going to mention a very Spinal Tappy moment in my life that uh, I didn't mention last time. <laughs> I was, uh, Let her rip. <laughs> um, I was asked to write a song for something called The Labyrinth of Jareth. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. I hadn't heard of it at all. I don't think so. It turned out to be a um, almost Ren Fair type of thing, but like if Ren Fair mixed with just sort of all purpose fantasy and like elves and stuff like that. It was sort of like <laughs> just like a random this scene that I had never heard of in my life. And they put on this annual convention in LA. And so I didn't even know what, what what we were getting asked to do, really. 
but you know, it was early in the band and we were being asked and paid to write a song for this thing. It sounded kind of cool. <laughs> then, sure. Why not? <laughs> we go uh, to this guy's house, like way out in like outer LA. I'd never been there before. And he's, um, he calls himself Strider. Oh my and we God. Have to refer to him as Strider. <laughs> and then he's as he's asking, and I'm just like, "What the fuck am I getting to?" And then he's like, <laughs> he asks, he's like, "So do you think, um, you know, you can write a song? It would be they put on like a live action sort of play as part of it. Like m- most of the convention is almost like a Matrix style, like dance and rave and oh you know God. whatever else." <laughs> And then they put on this like play. I guess they have sort of like a loose narrative that goes from year to year. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "So we have a uh, we wanted to get a song for the elf versus ice dragon battle." <laughs> <laughs> and that was oh like that was like my uh, yeah. my decision point. Like you know, I could have turned away there. I was like, "Oh hell yeah, yeah, I'm I'm just gonna do this for sure." <laughs> just to see what the hell this is going to be like. So yeah, we ended up like scoring an elf battle on stage. We're live playing the song that I wrote while an elf is battling a dragon on stage. And it was, you know, where we have to dress in costume. So it's like these cloaks and everything. (laughs) Oh my God. Like this is either the lowest point of my life or the highest point. I could not (laughs) tell. But it was like, it just, all those kinds of things always just feel like deeply spinal tap. Totally. (laughs) I don't think that could be more spinal tap. That is great. Yeah. And then people are, you know, dancing, taking it so seriously, you know, and you're just looking around as you're playing like, oh my God. (laughs) That's fantastic. That's a great story. Oh my God. That's cool. I was imagining like Skinner artwork when you were talking about that too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That is so funny. So, okay, cool. Well, that's probably a good way place for us to wrap up. I don't think we could get any higher higher or lower at this point. (laughs) Do you guys have a favorite member of Spinal Tap? (sighs) That's a good question. Viv Savage I, for me. Yeah. Absolutely. I kind of lean towards Viv too. Although, really? I mean, I love everybody, you know, I, 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 yeah. Well, how about you? I think, um, it's always tempting to just say Nigel, but I think Derek Smalls is my favorite. Yeah. He's mm. so deeply funny to me. Just looking at him like, and he's so understated. Everything yes. he yeah. says is yeah. very understated and he's almost the dumbest of all of them in a way, <laughs> but he's very cool, cool about it. You know, yeah, yeah. He's, he's not really stressing out, but he, uh, it, I don't know. He just kills me. No, yeah. I, he's so great. And that, yeah. With his pipe and his, <laughs> yes. Yeah. His clothing his on stage persona versus his off stage clothing is so mm-hmm. different. And right. his beautiful mustache. <laughs> Apparently yeah. that, uh, wig, from what I read, took hours to take off. Oh wow! Like it was almost semi-permanent when they. Oh put my it on god! Them. It looks like it. I think it's <laughs> yeah. the most authentic-looking wig of 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 the three front men. Yeah, it does. It looks very natural. That. It looks part of his head. Yeah, <laughs> right. it looks like it almost grew directly out of his head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Well, let's see. 
This has been absolutely fantastic. And um, yeah, thank you so much for joining us, Brett. Thanks Um, for having me anytime. (laughs) So yeah, that was Minute 46, uh, aka Episode 46 of Spinal Tap Minute. And the movie is how long, Sean? It's like 80 something minutes? It's yeah, 82 and about 82 and a half. So we're cresting the halfway point here then right oh my gosh so yeah glad to glad to have you for this middle zone brett (laughs) and uh everybody else thanks for joining us and hanging out with us on twitter and instagram at spinal tap minute and all that jazz and of course you can find everything and all of our links that we um talked about all the different movies and all the other stuff we'll have on the website SpinalTapMinute.com. And uh, so, Brett, if folks want to hear more from you, either on podcasting or musically. Yeah, you can hear me uh, pipe in on Who Charted on Earwolf most weeks. Um, Sometimes I'm on Hollywood Handbook and others usually getting uh, ridiculed by the hosts in some (laughs) form or another. Um, It's kind of your job. Kind of your job as an engineer. Yeah, that's what we, we, I don't know if we mentioned specifically that you're. Technically, I am senior production manager at Earwolf. Gotcha. Um, But when I'm in the studio, you know, I might as well be the, like an intern (laughs) when I'm on mic for some of these shows, but it's, it's the funnest thing ever to be in the room with those guys. Cool. But um, yeah, check out uh, Earwolf, uh, check out uh, my albums with Howard Kramer. Keep an eye out for uh, me playing shows with uh, Honus Honus. And um, I have a a big project coming up with Matt Besser to keep an eye out for, but I can't go into details about that. Sweet. Right. Well, we'll put out those links. And um, when that's announced, whatever that is, when you announce it, we'll make sure to link to that too. Great. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you guys yeah. ever if you guys ever decide to do the minutes of the deleted scenes, uh, you can have me back. Would- <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. That would be yeah. awesome. I-, I think that's a good idea. Thanks. Yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll we'll keep that in mind. We we've been kind of pondering what's what's next for the Spinal Tap yeah. Minute crew, and there's definitely yeah there there's a lot of good stuff in those deleted scenes. We could certainly go deep into those as well. So we'll yeah. uh, there's we'll also a return. What is it? Return of Spinal Tap. Yeah, Return of Spinal Tap. Yeah, the reunion also- tour from from '92. Yeah, um, I remember watching the- that and yeah. kind of not so good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you do get the return of Artie Fufkin in that as well. Yes, so yes, uh, we've got that little something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for joining joining the tour. Of course. So thanks again to Brett. And thanks to all the folks out there in podcast land for, for listening. Um, Heidi and I will be back tomorrow for, uh, for another minute. So hope, hopefully uh, you listeners will, will be back listening to us. But until next time, and so say all of us. Tap, Tap into, into America. America. <laughs> <laughs>